The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. First, though, Barry Kenny is with me, corporate communications manager with Irish Rail. Bounty fan, Barry? Big bounty fan. Oh, yeah? And red more than blue as well. No way. The yeah. dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. Barry, yeah. cat amongst the pigeons. No way. <laughs> there need to be red ones in the celebrations. Wow. Not, not, so not they're talking about taking out bounties altogether. You want red added in? More in, more back. All right. Just okay. like there'll be more trains to Middleton. Oh, whoa. There, there, there's a professional. That's what we call a segue in this business. <laughs> and Barry, what a pro. Tell me about the trains to Middleton. Uh, we have announced today that we're going to be applying for a railway order. That's the equivalent of planning permission uh, to double the train track between Glanton and Middleton. Right now there's a single line that opened in uh, in 2010 and I think it's a measure of its success that we need to, to double that track uh, to build it further. Uh, so that'll be going into Amborplanola this day week. That will open a period of public consultation for eight weeks to people to look at the plans. If you're a commuter, if you live along the line, uh, if, if you're interested at all, to make a submission on it. But it's one of three projects uh, that are coming together are funded by the EU under the Recovery and Resilience Facility in Cork that are actually going to treble the capacity of the Cork commuter rail network. Uh, so right now we have a train every half an hour through peak, through uh, through m- much of the day between Middleton and Cork. These projects, uh, this one, resignalling in the Cork area and a new through platform at Kent Station will allow us to go to every 10 minutes uh, on those services once we, once we have additional fleet uh, and giving you that basically kind of turn up and go dart type service I was about to say you took the words out of my mouth I was going to say it sounds like the dart you're describing every 10 minutes Yes and that will be as I say with those other projects that will facilitate that happening on Cork Cove and Cork to Mallow as well and there's a much wider plan for the Cork area the Cork Metropolitan Area Transport Strategy and obviously it's part of that um, and it will see over the coming years new stations as well and obviously uh, new fleet and looking at electric and battery electric options for that. But this right up front is funded by the, as I say, by the European Union. It was the Recovery and Resilience Facility post-COVID and uh, this was a project put forward uh, by Ireland to basically transform the, the carrying capacity and allow so much, many more people uh, as Cork expands to switch mm. to public transport. And when you, when, when Irish Rail are looking at the map of Ireland, I mean, is Cork outside Dublin the only city with the population base to to justify this type of investment? Well, certainly, I mean, rail can play a greater role in all of our regional cities. And uh, we have other projects at the moment in Galway. We are putting in a second platform and a, a passing section of track at Oran Moor and a, a major station redevelopment in Kent Station in Galway, which, of course, is so perfect for the city centre uh, of Galway. And that will allow us to operate more services in that route. Uh, we're looking at the Limerick area. We actually have four railway lines feeding into Limerick City. Uh, uh, again the station is, is, is right in the city centre and it is about kind of building the capacity for that already Moy Ross station has been uh, announced that's being funded now under the Pathfinder pro- project so those major cities under the Project Ireland 2040 the ones that are targeted for population growth we're targeting for growth of the network at all and, as well and it's critical that we do that that we build our infrastructure as the population is growing and we have the opportunity as I say with projects like this uh, to do that so we're, we're developing Dublin as well of course with DART Plus but Cork Commuter Rail will be very significant and with Limerick and Galway developments All too. Right. Well, well, stay with us, Barry, because Damien Boylan is with us as well. He's the Deputy Lord Mayor of Cork. Uh, Damien, this type of increased capacity and uh, basically a DART-style service with trains every 10 minutes on some of the routes as well, what what type of, type of impact would that have in the city? It'll change everything, Kieran. And, um, just get my spoken, by the way, on the Blue Bounty fan. Um, <laughs> okay. But look... 
if we can get commuter rail for places like Blair, I'm delighted for Middleton and East Cork, I really am. Um, but I'm excited by the idea that that would extend from Kent Station out to Blarney and Ratdoff and out towards Mallow as well. Okay, We all know that taking the train rather than driving creates 70% less CO2. But that, giving us our train station, for instance, in Blarney, would open up a whole new area for expansion for Blarney and also would serve as places like uh, the Blarney Business Park, which currently has a 1,000 people working in there, with announcements last month from Merck that they're going to be taking on hundreds more people. We're looking at it having 2,000 people there next year and no public transport links per se. So, I mean, yeah, look, what this can do, what this can achieve is huge. And, and Damien, does it facilitate as well having projects like this in the pipeline does it facilitate planning in terms of housing as well that you know where to concentrate more dense housing populations in the future correct we we have an area in blarney that's called stoneview i mean the railway station where the where the traditional railway station sat at the top of station road oddly enough um where it sat would open or if it was opened up there it would open up that whole area in stoneview for development. Um, a railing then from there to the centre of Cork City would enable people to walk and socialise in the city centre and use a more modern and efficient transport system to get to work and get home. Um, and that, you know, this transition that we're trying to enable to get people away from cars and into different modes of transport can only be done when those other modes are available. So yeah, this would, um, it's a hugely positive step in the right direction and it would open up everything for us out this, this side of things. Um, Barry, as you'd imagine, as always happens, people are getting in touch with questions. Great to hear about the double tracks going into Cork, but can you ask Barry if there's a plan in place to double track the dart line from Bray to Greystones, one of the most used parts of the line? And obviously you're right through a cliff there and that's a huge cost in terms of double tracking. What we are looking at is there opportunities again for those passing sections of track to allow us to have more services. We have a service every half hour each way between Bray and Greystones at the moment on the Dart. Obviously we want to expand that as part of Dart plus Coastal South and we'll have those initial plans and public consultations early in the new year. Are there any parts of that track actually that are in danger because of the cliff face? If you did absolutely nothing in terms of coastal defence, yeah, it's getting worse in terms of the impact of climate change but we have actually announced a 230 million euro programme uh, to protect those kind of vulnerable sections of, of uh, coast line uh, right down that Dublin Ross Lair line including around Bray Head so that'll protect it for the next 100 years uh, but in terms of the actual capacity our Coastal South project will look at that. Uh, can you ask Barry why trains are getting delayed at the moment with leaves on the line? It's 2022 for God's sake. And let me tell you something you'll be a rich man in railway circles internationally if you can solve it because it's a real thing uh, the fact of the matter is it's like ice on the roads to rails. It's that grease from the, the, the leaves. It means that you can actually feel it if you're on the train that's affected by it. The, the train slips uh, mm. and uh, our drivers have to drive defensively. Have to, it takes longer to accelerate and decelerate. We treat the rails overnight uh, uh, every night at this time of year we have gel applicators we have staff out we have a lot of work doing to minimise the effect but if you can come up with the technology that will eliminate this, it this is not an Irish problem no, this abs- is a uh, problem of mother nature in some nature. countries they actually have completely different timetables at this time of year with us it's less predictable to be able to do that but it does it does cause more minor delays at this time of year uh, no train going from Thurlis to Cork before 9am a train passes through from Dublin to Cork but it won't stop on Thurlis can Barry can Barry specifically please look into this so many commuters in 
impact it? We've just had a timetable consultation, actually. Uh, so if that is your view, I hope you participated. Over, over 1,600 people uh, did participate in that. Earlier services to our cities is something that we need to do. We are recruiting drivers and training more drivers at the moment. Uh, and that's obviously something we'll look at within that. And uh, one final question, and it's from Kieran and Kenny. Barry, when is the 2015 service from Houston going to go beyond Bagnellstown and bring Kieran all the way home so we can get the train <laughs> to and from work? Well, that obviously is priority number one. I'm well, I be. think so. And double track the line as well to give me a few more options. Listen, Barry, thanks a million uh, for coming in to us. And thank you as well uh, to Damien Boylan, who is the Deputy Lord Mayor of Cork. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.